For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Reverend Romeo Selmensa of the Macarius Church Adringano will teach and direct you with practical life experiences through the word of God to walk in the miraculous life in faith. This is the word of God. Hallowed be thy name, O Lord. Who was? Before we came here on earth, you were. You have always been from generation unto generation. Who are we to stand before you today? Millions of people have come and passed over this earth and gone. And what an honor that we today, as we are alive, have the privilege to also stand before you. King of all glory, ancient of days, as old as you are, you remain the same. You were, you are, and you shall forever be. For as many as serve you when they were alive, you bless them. For those who rejected you, today we know that they are in hell, crying, regretting how they wish they could come back and save you. But we have the privilege today to save. And we want to say thank you. We want to say thank you. We want to say thank you for the honor and the privilege that today we can find ourselves in your presence. We pray that the grace that has brought us here will continue to sustain us, O oh Lord, throughout our lives here on earth. That none of us will go back from the world where we call us from. But we remain in the beauty of your holiness and serve you the rest of our days. We give you all the praise, Holy Spirit. For it is you that speak to the church always. And once again, talk to us and speak to us and touch our hearts and our lives and make us useful vessels for your kingdom's business. When all is said and done, may your great name, Jesus, be glorified. We thank you in Jesus' name. And all the saints can say amen for that. God bless you. Thank you. Anybody say welcome to church. Say listen to the message well. When the service is over, I will ask you what you learned. Because I want you to become a good Christian. Tell anybody I want you to become a good Christian. Amen. Be a strong Christian. A fruitful Christian. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now remember, we have one service this month. So those who are used to second service, you come late. By the time you come, we are finished the service. Because there are so many things we are doing after service. So we need to come early. 
so that we can participate both in the service and then the other service that is need to be done. Hallelujah. We are all working towards the great feast. Amen. Which by the grace of God has been extended one week more so that we can do more for the Lord. Amen. Tell anybody we have one week more to do more. Hallelujah. So it is important that everybody get himself or herself involved. Because God is watching everyone. Whether you are willing to do or you are not interested in the things of God. He's watching. Tell anybody God is watching you. And checking what you are using your time for. Amen. Hallelujah. So there are three words we need to learn today. That we are going to apply. In our quest for the mobilization of people. To the great feast. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Three Greek words we are going to learn. Number one is anakazo. Somebody say anakazo. Say anakazo. Spelling A-N-A-G-K-A-Z-O. A-N-A-G-K-A-Z-O. Anakazo. Okay. The next word is biazo. Somebody say biazo. Say biazo. Biazo is spelled B I A. B I A Z O. B I A Z O. Hallelujah. And the last one is an idea. An idea. How do you spell it? A N A I D E I A. And write it. You don't know. That's what I'm teaching you. An idea. An idea. A N A. I, so it's like an aid, idea, an aid, idea, an idea. Hallelujah. Now these are in the Bible. Not that they are not in the Bible. They are in the Bible. So we are learning it because you see, we don't want to leave room for any space. There shouldn't be any single empty chair. In the program, every chair is going to be filled. In fact, not only the chairs, but every space will be filled. Hallelujah. Amen. So, we are going to learn these things and then deploy it from now until the 4th of December when we all gather at the 
Macarius headquarters for the great feast of the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, we all know last week we started in Luke chapter 14. Isn't that true? Remember the story we learned? Luke 14, verse 16 to 23. That is where you see the Anakazu there. Luke chapter 14, 16 to 23. Then said he unto him, A certain man made a great supper. That's exactly what we are doing. Hallelujah. And the Bible said, He bade many. Somebody said, He bade many. We are, that means that he invited many people. Hallelujah. So, he invited many people and he sent his servant at the supper time to say to them that were invited, come, for all things are now ready. And they all with one consent began to make excuse. Somebody say, make excuse. Say, make excuse. How many normally give excuses when you don't want to do something? Uh, is it not true? When you don't want to do something, you will give excuse. Uh, so it, it tells us that there are people they who don't want to come, but so they'll be making excuses, even though we are inviting them to come. So we are going to learn how to overcome these excuses. Hallelujah. They began to make excuses. The first one said, I have bought a piece of ground and I must need go and see it. So have me excuse. Eh? And the Bible says that another said, I have bought five yokes of oxen and I go to prove them. I pray thee, have me excuse. Hey. Another said, I married a wife, therefore I cannot come. Agana, when he married, he came. He speedily married and he speedily came back to church. Yes. Some of you, you delayed, that's why you are not married. That's why he's telling you. That the reason why you are sitting down, not married, because you have delayed in just saying yes to that guy. Yes. And it's costing you, if you don't know, the price of things have gone three times more. You sit down. And use your thing to be weary. Do things are meant for only weary alone. It's not for weary alone. It's supposed to generate the whole human, a whole generation is coming out of you. You can't waste their time. Young men, what did 25, 35? You are still single. Stay with your mother. Your children will go to class one in 2035. <laughs> You sit down. And the price of school fees is going up every day. You sit down. So he's giving you, the, his testimony is a very powerful testimony. If you don't know, I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Amen. So that servant came and answered his servant master and said that. He showed it to his, these things to the Lord. Then the master and I say that the master of the house, being angry, said to his servants. So all of us are servants. 
So if you don't go, we'll be very angry at you. That is what we are learning. You are a servant. So if you say, go and bring people, you don't bring that person. I'm telling you, I'll be very angry about you. Because that's what the Bible is saying. I'm reading the Bible to you. Tell you, Bishop will be very angry with you. And God will be very angry with you that when he sent you, he didn't go. Today's message is not receive, receive, no. However, but you do understand. When we say bring five people, you don't bring God will be very angry with you. And I myself will be very angry with you. And Bishop will be very angry with you because we are preparing. It's costing a lot to prepare. Even the flyers alone we are sending out. You don't know how much it is to print all these things. So it takes a lot of effort to prepare. If you're a husband, you come home, your wife has prepared food. And then you look at this. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, oh, it's okay. It's okay. I will eat tomorrow. You don't know why it pains your wife that you didn't eat his food. Uh, the food. Because as she was in the kitchen cooking, cutting some of the knife, even cut her hand. Just because of you eating for her, for her, for her to be happy. Then if she finished the food and the food is there, you come home and then you are just doing that. She will be very angry with you. For not eat, coming to eat the feast. Hallelujah, somebody. As a person, are you in church or you are home right now? You want to go home before I continue? Yeah. Tell the person, are you in church or you are, you want to, you are home? Because you are serious. Ah, brother, you are not talking to him. Tell him. Listen. Listen, we are serious. Uh, it's time to be happy, uh, have fun. This is seriousness. <laughs> to prepare a meal is not a small thing. Uh, it's just short. That's a kind of trial. I would think you free, you sweat it. Now, we'll be a bit deep. We'll be a bit deep. We'll be a bit deep. Now, we're going to start. You're not prepared. You're not prepared. Hallelujah. So Bible said that the master was angry. The master of the house was angry. And he said to his servant, go out quickly into the streets, to the lanes of the city, and bring in the down. Now go and find anybody. You anybody you will find. You bring the person to the because the people that are invited, they say they won't come. But I prepared the food. What should I do? He said, go out and bring anybody. Poor people, main people, people whose, whose eyes are blind, those who cannot walk. You just bring them at least. I will see the human beings are eating my food. I just want people to eat my food. As to who they are, I don't care. Just bring them to my house. Bring the poor. Bring the men, bring the hot, bring the blind. So this thing we are saying, we are not joking. Please come inside. All those who are late, we are late so quickly. Come inside. Listen carefully. God is saying that 
I am making ready meal for everybody. The people who are special, we invited the different local. Everybody must bring somebody. Tell them about everybody must bring somebody. Say it again to your neighbor. Say what? Everybody must bring somebody. Hallelujah. Because it has already been prepared and we cannot waste even one, one piece of it. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded. As thou hast what? Commanded. As thou hast what? Commanded. So whatever command that we are giving you is a command. Not that something you like to do. It's a command. When we say bring 10, it's a command. Where you get them from? Nicholas. We, uh, that's not what they are thinking about. That's a, look around and find people that are a lot of people who need God. They want to hear the word of God. People are, people are disappointed in life. They are disappointed in politicians. They are disappointed in their marriages. They are disappointed in their businesses. People need God. If you don't know, I'm telling you. People need God. It's because you don't know, you are not close to people. That's why you don't know that people have need of Christ. People have needs of Christ because people have been disappointed by their boyfriends, by their girlfriends, by their wives, by their children, by their employers. Hey! So people need, the only solution on earth is God. We have all many of Many of us who voted for the government of in power, they have regretted voting for him. Is it not true? It, it, it's natural because he, and it's not because of the president is bad though. But the circumstances around him himself is confused. So if you are going to put your trust in him, expecting that when he, when as he came five years, six years, you'll be disappointed. And a lot of people are so disappointed about the president. And it's, we can't blame anybody. It's, just, it's what God wants to tell the world that nobody, you can't put your trust in anybody. He is the only one who has answer for all life's questions. Hallelujah. That is why you cannot say that you couldn't find anybody to bring him to court. It cannot be. It, that's why I said the, the master was angry. Because you, you want to tell me that people don't have, people are not sick. People are not hungry. People are not on the streets. You want to tell me that, that you can't find anybody who, is, who, is, who has been disappointed. You don't know somebody who has been rejected. You don't know whose boyfriend has disappointed him. Eh? And she's confused. You, you, you need to know that people have problems. And the only answer to people's problems is God. There's nowhere you can find solution. The president has, doesn't have the solution to the economy. Your, master, your father doesn't have solution to your problem. Your husband does not have solution to your problem. If you don't know. If you are expecting your husband to give you certain things, it's not... No, no, no. It's not... No, no, no. It's not... No, no, no. It's so, you need to understand that the world we live in is a world of troubles. Paul said that in the last day, perilous times shall come. We are saying, and 
IMF 20 billion So if we don't learn to come to Christ and come and eat from his table and listen to his word and receive salvation for our lives. Where is it? All those that are labor and heavy laden come unto me. I am the one who gives rest. Nobody gives rest. If you are going to live in this world by putting your trust in a man, a human being, then you have just come to this world. This world, we don't live by putting our trust. You can't trust your wife. You cannot. I'm telling you. You cannot trust your husband. So if you think that I might, the man has disappointed, he would disappoint you 25 times and more. You can't put your trust in him. It is God who has designed, God has designed the word in such a way that you will need him. One day of your life, you will need God. You cannot say you don't need God. It's just a circumstance being something. What did I say? The day something will strike you. What did I say? No, I need God. <laughs> yes. It's called siniazo. Siniazo. You will hit a certain point right there. Baby, I'm going to do this. This is a You will sing that song. You will sing that song. That is why God or knowing that no matter how far you are going, one day you need him. So he said that, look, I am doing the feast. You come to and let's eat. When you come willingly, then I can help you before some circumstances begin to happen to your life. No, there is a song. There is this song. There is this scripture in uh, I think uh, some 121 or by the rivers of Babylon. There we sat down. And there we say we wept. When we remembered Zion. Because see, as the people of Israel were in Israel. And Elijah, Jeremiah was warning them that if you continue to sin. God will take you away from this place one day. So come to God and serve God. And he will, he will, step, he will prevent you from going to captivity. They didn't mind God. <laughs> they kept on sinning, drinking, smoking, fornicating, do all kind of things in life. God said, no problem. Then he said, one day, all of you go into captivity. Then the day they went to captivity in Babylon. Then they look at us, we should have been in Jerusalem. But look at where we are. <laughs> it was there. They realized that they had made a mistake. And that's why they composed us by the rivers of Babylon. Where we sat down and there we wept. I'm telling you that one day you shall weep. We will weep beer. You'll be sitting by the rivers of Babylon eh? and you'll be weeping. Why are you weeping? Because when you were told to serve God and stay in Jerusalem, you say you won't serve God. And God said, if you won't serve me, I will suck you from here. I will disconnect you from that relationship. I will disconnect from even that job that is holding you. I will make sure that they suck you. And then when you find yourself in Babylon, then you will come to remember Zion. Yes. 
you will remember Zion. You will remember, you will remember me. Say, ah, this is what Reverend used to preach to. I didn't mind him. You will remember me that I'm preaching to you. You will remember. Don't go there before you remember. Because there are some places where you go, you cannot come back again. There we sat and there we were. When we remember Zion, and said, and the people who held that captivity said, sing unto us one of the songs you used to sing when you went to church. And he said, how can I sing the Lord's song in a strange land? When you were in the hospital and then you have, you have a disease and they have declared that you're about to die. Is it then rather, oh, I used to be a quarist though. Say, sing unto us one of the songs you used to sing when you were a quarist. I said, how can I sing quarist song in the hospital bed when I'm dying out of AIDS. Who listen to me? How can I sing the Lord's song? Please, don't regret your life. That's why God said, that. come and let's eat. Come and let's reason together. If your sins is as red as crimson, I will make it as white as snow for you. Come. Are you here? Go home. Yes, God is talking to you. That's what I said. Go and tell the people that there is a feast I've made for everybody to come. So that we can sit down and reconcile and correct our mistakes. And then make you as my child again. So that you can stay with me. And I will feed you as long as you serve me. But you say that you are a beautiful girl. You have nice breasts. You don't have nice box. You can shake and men are confused. You keep shaking. There's one guy, when he fires you, you realize that life is not the same again. It's not the same again. Are you here? I'm going home. I'm preaching. Hallelujah. Everybody needs God. That is why it is our duty to ensure that we go and tell them that there is a feast of the Father. That no matter how far you have gone, you can come back home to the eat the meal of the Father. Say amen. amen. Hallelujah. So he said that we have done it as you commanded it. And the Lord said that. But I said that yet there is room. Bring that scripture. Luke chapter 14 verse number 22. And the servant said. The servant said. Quickly. Hey, what is that servant? And the servant said. Lord it is done as thou hast commandment, commanded. And yet. There is room. There's always a room for any, every sinner to come to the house of God. Have you seen that? Even though we are sitting there, there are still some chairs. One more church person could have come here. You could have brought one more person to come and sit here. But you thought that one of the place would be full. The place is not full. There's always a room. Tell them, but there's always a room for one sinner. Let me teach you this song. Write this song. Say, there is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there is still room for one. Yes, there is room at the cross for you. That's a simple song. Write it. So this, this we sing this song. Tell somebody that there's a room for you in the house of God. There is room. At the cross for you. Write it down. There is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Though millions have come to God, 
There is still room for one. Are you not writing? Write it. There is room at the cross for you. Huh? There is room at the cross for you. Who is, who is controlling the thing? At least. Though millions have come. Though millions have come. There is still room for one. There is still room for one. There is room at the cross for you. It's a simple song. Can we sing together? One, two. Say, there is room at the cross for you. Oh, there is room at the cross for you. Oh, though millions have come, there is still room for one. Yes, there is room at the cross for you. Again, sing and say, there is room at the cross for you. Oh, there is room at the cross for you. Oh, the millions have come. There is still room for one. Yes, there is room at the cross for you. We are singing again for the last one. Say, there is room at the cross. Point your neighbor and say that for you. Point your hand to your friend and say that there is room at the cross for you. There is room at the cross for you. Though millions have come. Though millions have come, there is still room for one. There is room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, though millions have come, there is still room for one. Yeah, there is room at the cross for you. Clap your hands to the Lord. Tell you never. This is a song we are singing for the whole week. Anybody you meet, sing that song to you. That there is still room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there is still room for you. So you can't reject God's call to come to Him. Hallelujah. Amen. So the Bible said, and I go back to the scripture we are closing. Say that in verse twenty-three. And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways, into the hedges. Luke 14, 23, the last verse. Eh? And the Lord said unto him, to the servant, Go out. Tell them, go out. We are going out this week. Say, this week we are all going out. According to Luke chapter 14, verse 23. We are all doing what? Go going out. Go out and do what? Go out to the hedges and the highways and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. Tell them what we are failing the house of God. And so let us go out and compare. Now the word compel, that word compel is the Greek word called Anakazo. Hallelujah. Amen. Say what? Amen. 
anakazu. Amen. What does it mean? You see, sometimes English translation doesn't give the best of interpretation. So you have to go to the original language and understand what it meant when they used those words. Because the interpreters couldn't get it right when they were given an English translation. So anakazo simply means to compel. It also means to necessitate. Somebody say necessitate. That's a, it is very, very important. It's very important. So tell the person what we are doing, what I'm telling, it's very, it is, you are telling the importance of it necessitates to drive, to drive, to drive. It means that you pull the person along with you to constrain by all means such as using force or threats, persuasions and entreaties. Are you writing them? So anakazo means to compel it also means to necessitate, to drive, and to constrain by all means. Using all means to make somebody attend a program. You see, even if, if they say they won't come, say that you will come. Say, I don't have a dress, take my dress and wait. So I don't have a car. I don't have a transport. So take a man. It can't. Bring him Uber. We sit inside. Anything that you want to, that you are using to make sure that the person, because that is what the master said. The food cannot be wasted. So whatever means you use to bring the people to come and eat, it has to be eaten. So anakazo them. Compare them. Necessitate them. Drive them. Fall them, constrain them, put fear in them. That if you don't come and eat this food, you will die. Yes. So that they know that hey, that what food is that? Jesus said, if you know the food I can give you, you the water, you will look up for me and then you will say, What is the water? I said that I can give you. Say, hey, then give me that water. He necessitated this for the woman said that I need that water. You see, because if he had been casual, you know, having some water, you know. I don't know whether you care for the water. The woman said, "My friend, I'm water, 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 so I'm come baby." I'm in your room. But she just had to use anakazo the lady, and when she he compared her to understand what he's trying to say, he said, "Hey, now I understand that you're a prophet, because like you have started telling me something that I didn't know that about myself." Immediately, it came to her sense. So sometimes you need to use a certain force to make people understand what you are trying to say. Because when somebody is in danger, in fire, you won't go and say, uh, you say you are in your room number five. They say that your fire is burning. Oh, okay, you, I'm coming, okay. No. Is that what you do? You do anything to pull the person out of fire. That's what we call anakazo. God give you the power of anakazo this week. Hallelujah. Because un- unless you do that, somebody who is dying doesn't know that he's dying. Many people are spiritually dying. They are ignorant of the fact that they are, their lives are in danger. It takes a, a, a somebody who's spiritually open eyes is open to know that, brother, sister, where you are, you are in critical danger. I have to force you out of it. Hallelujah. So you use everything possible to pull the person. 
out of that danger. You can use force, you can use threat, you can use persuasions, you can use entreaties. When that lady, Abigail, heard that David was coming to attack his family, her family, she organized food. He met David by the roadside in the middle of the road journey. He said, My Lord, my Lord, my Lord, my Lord. He said, One day you shall be a king. And when you will become a king, you are, you are going to have so important that don't allow the blood of my husband to stain your integrity. Hush. When David heard that word, that one day you'll be a king of the whole country. And the way you have built your integrity, if you, kill, you can easily go and kill my husband. But when you kill him, it will be a stain on your integrity. When David heard those words, he said, for, your, for the sake of that entreaties, David's heart was turned. He said, I won't do that. No, sometimes people are in, going to commit sin, but they don't even know that they are going to commit sin. You need to use entreaties and nakazo to let the person know this is necessary. Don't do this. If you do this, if you break this relationship, you are, you are, your life is going to be in danger. I've been a pastor for many years. Sometimes when I'm counseling couples, sometimes to use anakazo to put fear in one to stop the breakage of the relationship. Because they don't know because when you are angry, you talk by heart. It's not true. 85% of your senses are off when you are angry. So it takes someone who's normal to bring you to order. So if you don't use those kind of entreaties to stop and you allow things to... That's why children are not allowed to eat the food they like to eat. If you're a parent, you force your children to say, what do you want, mommy? I want to eat toffee and sleep. Do you eat toffee and sleep? No. I don't want uh, this rice. I don't need... You eat the rice. We are eating rice. That is what we are eating. Uh, don't look at it. My grandmother told me that when you send a child, you don't look at his face. See, as she's going, oh, I, mean, I don't want to go. You, don't look. You, you have sent a child. As to how her face look like, they don't bother. <laughs> Whether you cry or you insult you, and say that you go and buy the thing and bring it to you. That's all. That's sometimes life. We need to apply anakazo. Hallelujah, somebody. So Christianity is the same. If we don't apply certain kind of anakazo, we cannot build a church. Because as for people, they have excuses. And some of you, this is a spirit you need to be to do a business. There are some customers, when you meet them, tell how do you have anakazo to, for them to buy your product? Huh? If you don't have anakazo, it's kind of the bottom. When my wife was a sales girl one day, some of her during the youthful days before I saw her, the company she was working, she was making more money for the company than all the other colleagues. Because once you see that you have entered the shop, you will buy something. <laughs> you will buy something. Whatever she has to do. Oh, this one too is nice. Oh, but oh, this one's not. Oh, but what about this one? Oh, this is also nice. Oh, what about this one? Oh, she said, oh, yeah, something will fit you. No, sometimes I said, oh, no, I don't, nothing fits me. So, no, something will fit you. 
Because money must not leave this company. I, 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 wow. So you see, even in companies and industries, have you seen how they advertise beer? They show you the beer, people are smiling and they are drinking. That say, ah, this it could be nice, you. It's an akazo they are using to force you to drop your, your 200, your 20 CDs and use it to buy it so that they can collect your money from you. Yes. Because if they say beer is not a good thing, when you drink, you can die. No, would you drink? Uh-huh. Even condom, condom, condom. The thing they know what you are going to do is a sinful thing. The way they advertise the condom, no. You, 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 know, you, don't, you don't feel like having said, but the way they have advertised the condom, no. You sense that, let me buy it and try it and see. They are using what they call anakazo. Hallelujah. And so, ladies and gentlemen, now the church must apply the same principle of anakazo to drive people into the house of God. If you don't anakazo them, and we and we we just oh sorry dear church dear see okay if you like you can come, if you don't like you can come. No, say sister, this is your chance. If you don't give your life to Christ, I don't know what tomorrow has for you. Because I was talking to another girl like you two weeks ago, and as I was speaking, I said that he didn't mind me. Then the next time I heard of her, she was dead. So when you hear that your your sister, somebody died like. <laughs> You start thinking twice and say, hey, after I'm going to church, if I go to church, they are not going to kill me, so let me go to my church. And there, God will touch your hearts. Clap for Jesus that he's showing us how to bring people. Hallelujah. The next word is called biazo. Somebody say biazo. Biazo. What does it mean? Biazo is also a Greek word, which means to use force. To force one's way into a thing. Hallelujah. How do you force somebody to want your way to something? Matthew chapter 11. In Matthew chapter 11. Are you there? Matthew chapter 11. Bible says verse 12, 7 to 12. Matthew 11, 7 to 12. Bible said that. Are you there? And as they, 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 they departed, Jesus began to say unto the multitude concerning John. Concerning who? John the Baptist. Eh? Then he asked them, what went ye out into the wilderness to see? When you went to John's church in the wilderness, what did you see there? Was he a, a man who is just simple, humble, how was he? That John the Baptist. <laughs> he said that. What went you to see in the wilderness? A reed shaking by the wind. That means that a, a, a reed is a, that, that, that kind of uh, tender leaves that grow by the riverside. Have you seen? Uh, sometimes when the wind blows it now, it's not easy. So what Jesus is saying that the kingdom of God, you know, it's not for people who are small problem. Small issue come. I've saw the relationship. I've saw the marriage. <laughs> Life is not for simple people. Especially if you want to marry. Eh? If you want to marry. <laughs> As those who are married. Whether you use 
a reed that is shaking by wind to enter into marriage. You have to be very, very strong. You have to be determined that this thing I am in forever, whether good or bad, it must work. Hallelujah. So he said that. Eh? But what went here to see? A man clothed in soft raiment. Behold, those who wear soft raiment, they live in King's Palace. <laughs> if you see somebody is dressed and the dress is very light, he cannot, he cannot, in the desert, we don't use the destiny to stay there. To have something to succeed in the wilderness, in a difficult place. You are living in a world where there are troubles, and you think that just you just allow wind to blow. I said, "My dear brabo, you haven't gotten anywhere. <laughs> you have become a reed, <laughs> or oh, you are you are you are you are carrying your soft dress. That is the king's palace, where everything is provided for. A brabo, I here. Nobody has built a house before. You are the first to start. You have to be strong. <laughs> to retain your money. And I was, any foolish girl can come around and shake their breast. Now you are giving the money away. You are read. Because small breasts you see now. You are too soft. You can never prosper. You can never prosper if you are just a read. Read. Crash you come from a village, see you come and see beautiful girls in a crash. Yeah, man, yeah. Red and red, fair, fair. Black is black, shiny, shiny. Hey! Then you will become a reed. Anybody can influence you. And then you are giving your money away. Money that you sweated before you got it all. Somebody come two minutes, he collected everything from you. You are weak. I read. And I said, Are you there? I'm preaching to you. <laughs> Tell them I'm preaching to you. If you want to serve God, it's not a small thing. Though. To be a pastor, it's not a small thing. Where, where are we? Go to God. And that's why I said, so I said What went ye out to see? A prophet. Yeah. And it's more than a prophet. Now, the next verse, watch it. Who's a prophet? For this is he of whom it was written. Behold, I send my messenger. So a messenger of God must be a strong person. <laughs> God told Joshua, say, hey, Joshua. You have taken this responsibility from Moses. You have to be strong <laughs> and be courageous. You cannot be dismayed. Dismayed means that when you see it, you say, hey, this one, I can't handle it. That's, a, that's what called dismayed. <laughs> the post there you like. But when the talent can say, I can't handle it, then you are not ready to be a leader. You want to be a wife. The ring you like. The dress you like, the wedding gown you like, but the duty of a wife, hey, I can't handle this. You can't handle that, sister. You are not ready to marry. Are you here? Go home. Everything has a certain attitude you need to have. 
a biazo attitude. So he said that, where is it? For this is he of whom it is written, I send my messenger before thy face, who shall prepare the way before thee. You want to prepare ways of life? It's not that easy thing. A way nobody has charted before. Your father failed to chart a path for you in life. Your mother failed to chart a way for you. It is now you is charting a new path. It's not easy. You can't give you money by heart. You can't eat by heart. You can't spend money by heart. You have to be strong because it's a chart of where you are. What do you want? And what this is he is preparing the way before thee. Now verse 11, watch it. Verily I say unto you, among them that are born of women, there is no one who is greater than John. Jesus Christ describing, he's using the word biazo, and he's describing the characteristics of a biazo person. He is strong. He is not easily moved by circumstances. He is a charter of new path. He's amongst the, and anyone who can say that you are in the kingdom of God, they are looking for such people. In the kingdom of God, too, we are looking for such people. Such people are important in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Don't think that serving God is an easy journey. Sister, it's a very difficult. You must be willing to sacrifice a lot of things to be able to stand as a Christian. If your, your, your emotions are too easily broken, you can't serve God. You can't serve God. Say, among them that are born of women, there is no, has not risen a greater than John the Baptist. That's a John the Baptist, a very strong person. <laughs> when it comes to the kingdom of God. And he said, and notwithstanding, he that is the least in the kingdom of God is greater than him. I see you become a greater person in the sight of God. See, God is looking. And look at the next verse. That's a popular scripture. That's what we all know. And he said, that is, that is what you all know, but you don't know the background. So I took you to the back to explain this point to you. And he said that from the days of John the Baptist, until now. Somebody said, from the days of John the Baptist until now. So it is not you who is going to, God is going to change the formula. He cannot change. From the days when John the Baptist started this Beazo spirit, up to now, the kingdom of God suffereth violent. And it is the violent that take it by force. Beazo. If you don't have the spirit on you, you cannot do anything in life. You cannot do it. You cannot do it. From the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom recognized those who have biazo. So if you don't, cannot tolerate foolishness and nonsense in life, you cannot advance in life. You cannot do well in life. If anybody tells you life is easy, he's a liar. And if anybody tell that when you serve God, you come and watch you serve God, it will be easy for you in life. It's not true. You have to pay the price. He says, anyone who follow me, take up your cross and follow me. It's not going to be easy. But the assurance that I, God, will be with you and I will help you because my son has passed through that test before. So when you get to a junction where you are almost giving up your cross down, there will be Simeon standing by you to help you to cross over to another level. That's what my assurance for you. But for you to think that it will be easy, 
It is true, you are not married and you feel like going to have sex. Because almost all your friends are enjoying. Sometimes even as you are sleeping in the next room, you can hear the sound. <laughs> yeah. This small Christianity I came to serve God, look at how I'm struggling. <laughs> hey! But that is what God is looking at. Those who are strong and say, feelings, hold on. Until the right person comes, we are not opening a leg. You must be strong. I see you receiving the strength of God. A Biazo spirit. Receive a Biazo spirit. I say, receive a Biazo spirit. You use every force to say, no, I cannot tolerate this. The kingdom of God is looking for people who are saying, we will take you by force. We are going for the convention by force. We are going for the, like, I want the program by force. Auntie Deborah, Shani, I watch there. Hallelujah. We are crossing. The last one is now. If you read, eh, do you know why Jesus Christ said John was a very powerful person? You see, John preached salvation, and his his messages he didn't allow anybody to change his message. One day, as he was baptized, the Bible said that Pharisees came. They said, "What should we do?" He said, "You are vipers, venomous vipers." Who, who warned you to move from the wrath that is coming against you? I mean, a preacher who you are preaching, people are coming to Jesus and they are you blessing them that you are vipers. Say, who warned you for, for the wrath that is about to come? Jesus said that this kind of preaching, we don't, <laughs> don't hear it from any, any man of God. Hallelujah. When you go, you can read John chapter, Luke chapter 3, verse 8, 2 to 18. You can go and read. You can read about how. Why Jesus described John as a very strong pastor? He didn't change his topic. Many men of God have changed their topics from salvation. But the Bible said, John, he preached salvation because he knew that there is nothing a man needs than salvation. Not money. Pastors have turned to be uh, university lecturers. Motivational speakers. It will not change. No, no matter what it is, if you don't have salvation, your life is in danger. You are in danger of hellfire. God didn't send his son to the world to come and uh, uh, build us to become millionaires. To make us business tycoons. He sent his son to the world to save a man, man from sin. Until a man is saved from his sin, his life is in danger. No matter how much you have, how many cars you are driving, how many certificates you are holding, if you don't have salvation, your life is in danger. Today, if you die, you are going to the hellfire. Because God sent his son to the world. That as, as many as believe in him should not suffer what is ahead of them. But you say you accept Jesus Christ. He said that he said, those who didn't receive him, they have already been condemned. They have already been condemned. Are you, do you want to be condemned already when you have an opportunity to give your life to Christ? What are you, what is holding you from receiving Jesus Christ as a savior? You can't give away your boyfriend. You can't give away your girlfriend. You can't give away the certain job that you are doing. So it's not a good job. You can't give it up. You are holding on until that thing kills you. 
And when you die today, all the things you have acquired, you leave them behind. And your soul will find itself in hellfire. You are holding on to that. That's what Jesus said. I have not found any man born of woman who is as strong as John the Baptist. When soldiers came, soldiers were coming to receive salvation. They said, what should we do? He said, stop collecting bribe. Hey! <laughs> stop cheating people. I said, be satisfied with your salary. I'm coming to you if you want to. My time is up. That's why I'm trying to yeah? Read it and see. Bible says verse 7. Luke chapter 3 verse 7. Yeah? Luke 3 verse 7. Then said he to the multitude. First the multitude. We came forth to be baptized. It's a generation of vipers who has warned you to flee from the wrath to come. He said there's a wrath coming. There's a wrath coming against you. You better run away and come for salvation. That's what we pointed to them. Say, so bring forth fruit that is worthy of repentance. And begin not to say to yourself that we have Abraham to our father. For I say unto you that God is able to raise stones to become. Now, listen to the next verse, verse 9. He said, and now also remember that the axe, the axe is laid to the ground, the, what do you call it? The root of the tree. That's why your whole life is in danger. God already has a, 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 a friend say, to heal you down. Your business, everything is about to come down. So the axe is already at the root. If you make mistake, God will cut the whole tree down. And God can end your life today because he's already holding an axe against you. So he presents to you, my son, or reject him or accept him. He say, accept. He say, okay. My, my axe in my pocket. <laughs> Reject, okay, sure. Then you see that all your world has crumbled down. The man you put your trust in him is not more interested to marry you. The work you gave all your energy to do, the business has started collapsing. Your capital is right. So this year, people's work capital has eroded away. Eroded. When we were Sunday, yeah, we didn't know that inflation would go to 40, 40%. That the dollar would, CD would, would, would run to 115. It started from six. No. See, that's how God showed to us that you cannot trust in anything. He said, already the axe is laid to the root, <laughs> ready to cut everything down. So, in the earlier you learn to say, Jesus, please accept my life, then the axe is withdrawn. Don't allow God to be angry with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Hey, John, he was a powerful preacher. Hmm. Then verse 10, Bible said that, and the people also asked him, what shall we do? He answered and said to them, he that has two coats, let him impart unto him that has none. And he that has meat, you to give somebody to eat. Some of you eat and the food finished, you throw it away. God will judge you. You have dresses you are not wearing. You are locked up in your closet. Oh, ladies, they have plenty of shoes and dresses. Joyce, plenty you are not wearing. You are not thinking about blessing somebody around you. 
Jesus to say, I'm going to do. Then the publicans also said, what should we do? He said, exact no more than what is appointed. Tax collectors. If you are here, you collect tax. Don't collect more than. Eh? Tax collectors came. The next one, the Bible says, and the soldiers, 14, also came. So you can see somebody who's preaching spread across all kinds of professions. Civil servants. You are here, civil servant. When somebody brings something, say they put paper or something on the paper. Ah, oh, I sorry, demo. Now, as the paper will get lost. A Christian sister in the church, as Christian brother in the church, you can tell who your fellow Christian that if you don't put something on this paper, that's how the country is like that. We tend to blame only the president. Everybody is involved. Today, Sunday, all the ministers, they are all in church. Women fellowship leaders. Men fellowship leaders. And yet tomorrow we get to office, everybody is collecting bribe. Everybody is looking for money. Cheating. People are cheating. Shop, shop. Market women have done gold hole. Punch the way to the, to the, to the, to the can. The tin has gone up. So they feel as if that uh, I hear some of that they don't do that. What they do is that they know you will check the down. So they have melted what you call candle under. Candle under. So when you take the, uh, the, the, the flat, the back is flat, but inside has been inflated. Christians. Christians. Everybody is cheating everywhere. And then we all tend to blame the president. We have all part of it. Everybody is cheating somebody. He said, the soldiers also demand of him, say, what shall we do? And he said, do violence to no man. Please. Who are, who are you? Do violence to no man. Neither accuse falsely. Those of you accuse people falsely. The matter, you don't know the detail that you are accusing. Sometimes when you hear people making comments in the radio and television, professors, last year there's a professor in Lego. He said, We are selling, Ghana is selling. Now, Ghana has reached a point where one, I, a friend said, One bunch of plantain is 400 Ghana cities. And a man for us, I had a prof. Now we're trying to try, no, we're trying to trust, you see. <laughs> just, to, just to tarnish the image of the president. Professor. I'm sure as I'm talking to him, he's in the church. He's in church. A professor teaching university students. So you could see that the whole country, everybody. That is why we see we are talking about salvation. Because motivation speeches don't change people. It rather enhances people. Because motivation speeches make everybody feel that you must be rich as to how you become rich. And that's why there's a lot of sin in the country. The whole world, everybody is looking for money. Because of this kind of speeches we have been listening to. But when you hear salvation, that if you get yourself involved in stealing, false accusation, you are not being said and be content with your wages. Content with your wages. So anybody who is not content with his ages is likely to commit sin and steal. That is why Christianity has become a challenge in the country. Nobody is satisfied with his wages. Doctors are not satisfied with their wages. Teachers say they are not satisfied with their wages. That's why they are going on strike. That's, that is that is a fool of sin. And they are pastors. That, that, that not president is reverend minister. 
The one who is leading our looter to the government. He's a reverend minister. Can you imagine? <laughs> the teachers, the National Association of Teachers, their president is, is a reverend minister. And he is the one who is fighting against the government that we won't go and teach the children. They said they don't know what they are on strike. But the leadership said that we are on strike. And then one leading the, the campaign is a reverend minister, Judas. So you see, why? Because that, that's, a, that's how Jesus said, John the Baptist said, be content with your wages. Be content with your wages. I don't think he preaches this message in his church. He can't preach this message. <laughs> and that is one of the things that John the Baptist preached against the, the people. And that is one of the things that Jesus Christ said, this man is the greatest in the kingdom. May you become a great person through preaching of the gospel. May you have the spirit of Beazo. Say amen. Ladies and gentlemen, not that my, my, my words are finished, but my time. God willing, next week we shall continue the message. We will get to Anadea. Somebody say, we shall get into Anadea. Say Anadea. And then we give you seven, nine reasons why we need to apply Anakazu. God willing, next week we shall continue. Stand to your but lift up your hands and praise the Lord. Make me a man of Anakazu. Make me a man of Beazo. Lift up your voice. Pray. For since the days of John the Baptist, until now, until now, from the days of John the Baptist, until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence. The kingdom of God operates by using force. Therefore, it is only the violent who can take things by force. You cannot surrender by heart. Lift your voice and pray. And say, Lord, use me to to draw men into your house, into your kingdom, into the people. The feast must be eaten. The feast, the feast must be eaten. Everyone that is necessary to come to the feast, help me to use Anakazu. Help me to use Piazzo. John use Piazzo. John use Piazzo. John compare people. To prepare people, don't use force to draw them into your kingdom. To use force, help us to use force to fail your house in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for stirring us up to know why you send your son Jesus. To come and die the most shameful and most painful death. Why? All for the salvation of men. But men have turned away from this great love you shown to us. And we are pursuing our personal desires and agenda. Things that satisfy the soul, the body, but not the spirit. And that is why you are sending us as your servants. To go and tell the people that they have to come home and eat the feast of the Father. Through Anakazu, through Biazu, and through Anadea. Not that we are just interested in hearing the word. But Lord, let your spirit enter into everyone. And stay us on like army. 
ready to fight, Lord, to go and to do the master's command. The people's lives are in danger. And we need to necessitate them to enter in. Very soon, something is about to happen. That it will be difficult for them to come back. But this is the time. Appointed time for the feast. It's now. Make a servant who are ready to obey the master's voice. Not servant who hear and, 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 and put their, their sword in their bottom and they sleep over it. For having equipped Holy Spirit today, I believe everyone is recruited into this army of bringing souls into your kingdom. We have friends. We have family members. We have people we live around the community whose lives are in danger and they need you, Jesus. Help us to draw them into you that your house will be filled and your meal will be eaten up. May we not be disobedient children, Lord. Looking forward for the 4th of December, what a great time it will be when we all gather before you. That every space is filled and the greatness of the kingdom of God is made manifest. And the lives of millions who have the point to enter in for there is room for everyone. Holy Spirit, place a seal upon everyone. For the Bible said that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you and you shall be my witness. May everybody receive endowment of your power to be a witness this week for you. Place your hand upon your head and receive impartation of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, when you shall receive power, when the Holy Ghost come upon you, and that is how you can be a witness to me. Receive the power. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive that endowment right now. Right now. Right now. Holy Spirit come upon every one of us. As it was in the days of Pentecost. Oh Lord, fall upon us, Lord. Right now. Touch our lives. Fall upon us, Lord. 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 Receive the impartation. Receive the impartation. Receive the spirit. The spirit of God to be a witness. To be a witness. The spirit of God to be a witness. The spirit of God to be a witness. To be a witness. Receive the spirit of God. The spirit of God to be a witness. The spirit of God to be a witness. The spirit of God to be a witness. The spirit of God. Receive the spirit of God to be a witness. To be a witness. To be a witness. Receive the spirit of God to be a witness. To be a witness. From today, may you be a witness through the power of the Holy Ghost. The Spirit of God is upon you. Oh, he says, you shall receive power when the Spirit come upon you, and you shall be my witness. Receive a witness. Receive. 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 Yes. 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 Let your power. Let your power. Let your power. Let your power. Let your power fall. 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 
Let your power fall. Let your power fall. Let your power. Let your power fall. 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 Yes. 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 Receive power. Yes. Let your power fall. Let your power fall. Let your power fall. Yes. Let your let your power fall. 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 Everyone receive impartation. Let the power fall. Let your 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 power fall. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let your power fall. 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 Yes. 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 Let your power fall. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your endowment. For no man can do the work unless he's endowed with the power from on high. Oh, Lord, let everybody be filled. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Up and take a deep breath. God is entering. The Holy Ghost is entering. Take a deep breath. Receive it. Receive power. Receive power. Receive power from on high. Receive. Receive breath. A new breath. A new breath. A new breath from heaven. A new breath from heaven. Energize you for the work of God. Take a deep breath. One, two, three, receive. 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 One, two, three. It's coming upon you. Don't watch somebody. Just open your spirit and receive your portion. Receive your portion. Receive your portion. It's the power of God that comes upon his people. When the people gather, he pours. He pours. He pours. He pours. He pours. He pours. It's time for you to receive yours. Don't watch somebody. Don't watch somebody. Let's open your close your eyes and look unto Jesus. Say, Jesus, empower me. Empower me. Empower me. Empower me. Receive your portion. Receive a touch. Yes. 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 The power of God is working. It's moving around there. It's moving over there. It's upon you over there. Yes. It's on me over there. Receive. 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 Yes. Thank you. Ah, touch, touch of your hands. Everybody quiet. Quiet, please. Expect the Holy Ghost to give you a touch, a feel, a warmth. A certain cloud over your head. Receive him now. Oh, Shakata. Receive.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We cannot do the work without you. Fill your people, Lord. Use your people, Lord. Transform us, O oh Lord, as soldiers. The spirit of John the Baptist come upon us now. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. Maybe somebody invited you and you want to give your life to Christ today. You can see that where you are headed to, where you are heading, baby, I will crawl, baby, I won't numb, so true. You can see it's very slippery ground. Don't be like the Israelites who found themselves in a foreign land in Babylon. As then they remembered Zion. Today, God said, I don't want you to regret my daughter, I don't want you to regret my son. I'm stretching my hand upon you and say, come to me, all you that labor. I know you are laboring. I know you are heavy laden. I know you more than you know yourself. And where you are getting to is getting too dangerous. Come. I don't want you to get there. Every head bow, every eye close. You want to surrender your life to Christ, wherever you are. Just come to me. Let me pray for you. In a few minutes, just one minute, and we are moving. We are continuing. Come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come to Jesus. He's calling you, my son, my daughter. Come, come to me. I know, I know. Only in me is salvation. Only in me. Only in me. Now listen. Some of you can see that the fire of your salvation has been quenched many, many weeks ago, weeks, months ago. Many months ago. Time has passed on. You used to be in a certain way. Spiritually, but I can see that you have come so low that today even taking Bible to read is a very big problem for you. Prayer, you have been not prayed for, for the past three months. God is saying that my daughter, my son, where you have got into, you are going too deep out of me. It's not going to be well with you. Come back. Come back. You can feel that in your life. Come, come forward. Come and refresh. Come and refresh. You know that you are spiritually thirsty. You are spiritually hunger. Hungered. Hungry. Hungry. You are hungered. You can see that spiritually. You can't even remember one scripture. Your mind has become so blinded. You are so confused in life. You don't know what is all about life. Come and be refreshed. God wants to refresh you. He wants to refresh you. He wants to refresh you. Come and be refreshed. Don't look at anybody. It's about you. It's about you. Know where you used to be and where you are now. You can see there's a marked difference. Come to Jesus. Father, thank you. Say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I surrender my life. I re return to you again. I know I lost my way. But today, you have brought me back into the right journey of my life. And so, Jesus... Please forgive me all my sins. With your blood, wash my sins away. Renew my love for you. Renew my faith in you. Renew my confidence in you. And let me trust you for the rest of my life. 
I want to love you. And I want to serve you. I want to follow you all the days of my life. Say anything that wanted to steal me away from you. I reject it from today. I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and personal Savior. Say thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Say please write my name again in your book of life. And mark me with your Holy Spirit that I belong to you. Therefore, no darkness shall come near me. Let the brightness of your glory surround me everywhere I am so that I can know you are there with me and I can no more sin against you. Thank you for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you've been blessed by the message. Do visit us at the Macarius Church at Ringano on the 13th New Oyo Avenue behind the American House building. This and every Sunday are first and second services at 7.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. respectively. For counseling, prayer and spiritual support, do call 0244-327717 or 0243-869119. God richly bless you. So please.